Welcome to the podcast. We are recording this episode at the Teach for All Alumni Social Innovator Global Gathering in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia in July 2018. In this episode, we are speaking with Blaska, who is a Teach for Bulgaria alumni. Blaska is the founder of Blagichka, which is a catering enterprise that provides jobs for teenagers coming from institutions for children without parents. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your organization, what problem you're trying to solve, and how does your organization plan to solve it? My organization, it's called Bwagichka, a kitchen with a cause. Our mission is basically to uh, give a job and hire underprivileged, underprivileged youths who are cooking a delicious and quality food using only local products. This means products from Bulgarian farmers. And uh, we are trying to produce as less waste as possible. That's why uh, our suppliers agreed to deliver all the products that we use in the kitchen in the kitchen in uh, reusable packages and uh, no plastic. Uh, so these are the three main uh, missions, if I can say, that can describe Bwagichka uh, as the place it is. And how did the idea of the organization come about? How did you get started? While I was a teacher in Teach for Bulgaria, which was in 2013, um, it's, it's almost five years now uh, uh, when uh, I become a teacher. Uh, at the beginning, my students, they didn't like me at all. Uh, so I taught 12 graders. And um, our age, I was 22, 23 by that time. So our age, our ages were really close. But besides, though uh, we, were, we were so close at age, they, they really didn't like me at the beginning. Uh, and um, I started bringing food at school, like some biscuits, some pastries, just because I have loved cooking all my life. Uh, so I was putting all those sweet and salty things on my desk. And they started coming like, teacher, can we, can we try this? What is this? And I was like, yes, of course, come on, try it. So they were staying around my desk, eating all the stuff. And I started asking them questions about their life, about their free time. And soon after that, uh, they, they started liking me. I was bringing them food. So they also realized I'm not as bad as they, they thought I was. In fact, I was really cool. <laughs> uh, we, we are now even friends. And um, as I was teaching entrepreneurship and we were talking a lot about starting a business, Somehow, it turns out that they motivated me mm. to start my own business. They were like, "Hey, teacher, why don't you why don't you make a Facebook page and show all the all the all the good uh, things you are you are cooking?" And that's how, like four years ago, I started with a Facebook page, and um, maybe a, a year later, together with my with my 12 graders, the, we we opened like a physical place where you where we started cooking and because during all my life I've been volunteering and working with underprivileged youths from social institutions um, and this was my passion and cooking is my other passion I just decided that Wagichka, this kitchen can be the perfect combination between those two things 
And later, when I started living a zero-waste life, I just included also this. So, uh, so the, the kitchen is a reflection of really my passion about life. Uh, and um, it was my students, really, who, who motivated me to do it. And still they're with me, they're helping me. They are not working in the kitchen because my students were not in the group of underprivileged youths. But uh, they, they, they are helping me with almost everything connected to the kitchen. Yeah, and so you said you've added sort of the zero waste aspect to it. How else has it evolved in the last two or three years? Uh, the zero waste, uh, the zero waste thing. In fact, I I started living a zero waste life like two years ago because I was just devastated of all the plastic garbage I see on our streets in Bulgaria. And unfortunately, the it's not only Bulgarians. In fact, the the the, the rest of the world is also facing this problem. Um, so I just started living this way at home and I organized my home to be as close to zero waste as possible. And um, as I am living my life through Błagicka as well, because it's like, it's like my first baby, um, I decided that I have to try to figure out how to turn the kitchen in a zero waste place. Because... Um, People that are in this industry with cooking, restaurants, cafes, they know how much garbage in the end of the day they produce. I mean, uh, it, the, the, the quantity of the, of the waste is just uh, it's huge. And um, in, uh, in the kitchens, uh, in cooking, um, the packages of, the, of, the most, of most of the products are not recyclable mm -hmm. because uh, they're those type of plastic that can't be recycled. Uh, and even if it can be recycled, plastic can be recycled only once. While, for example, glass, it can be recycled infinitely. So if our stuff like milk, cheese, um, uh, yogurt, if all those stuff comes in a glass jars or glass package, packages, this, this will make the difference. Yeah, and give us a sense of your scale. How have you grown over the last five years? Uh, so it's more like four years mm -hmm. um, uh, since the kitchen started. So uh, at the beginning, when I started, it was only my only the Facebook page, and on this Facebook page, I has I just posted photos of the food. So people started ordering. Soon after that, I just started um, like going to different events, talking about the kitchen as a place where we hire those uh, those youths and as a place where we, where we cook uh, this, um, this food. So for a year and a half, uh, we proved that we are a place where we cook really good food uh, because I spend a lot of time, like more than a month, for every employee that is coming uh, to prepare him to cook all the things of the menu that we have. And we have like 50 different mm. uh, meals and um, sweet and salty and raw things that we uh, offer. Uh, so we really uh, give a, a good food at the end. And um, since in Bulgaria you are, um, you have to show, you, you have to, it, ha it has to be visible to the rest of the of the society of the people um, what you are paying. Um, they could see and they know that all those youths they are hired, uh, they have their contracts and they are paid. They are paid well. I I still claim that we are we are paying well because I realize how important 
people are for an organization, no matter the, the fact that we are living in a, a society where uh, internet can do basically like everything. In cooking, it's not like this. People are really, really important. So uh, it's been it's been like four. It's it's more like three years since we are really working, and uh, we started with that small kitchen, which was like uh, really really small. Hardly four people could work together. Um, while now this summer we are opening two restaurants. So now wow. we are not only a kitchen, but we can welcome you and all the other people that are coming uh, at our place to take a seat and eat yeah. there, not to order and we, we to deliver. And how many of these young people do you, will you be employing now? Uh, now, so when I started, at the beginning it was only me, then I hired three, three youths, they, they were under 18, they were from an institution, they grew up without their parents. Uh, those, those three girls uh, spend like a year and a half in the kitchen, one of the girls now is working in the kitchen of Hilton in Bulgaria, which is like a huge development. And she, this is what she wants to do. She she wanted to cook. This was the, this is what she's studying. Um, now, with those two new places, we're going to hire about 15 youths. We already hired uh, like half of them because we're preparing them. As I as I told you, we're spending like a month to prepare everybody. So we have like half of them. Uh, it's a season now, it's the summer, it's hard to find all the employees. And I have some criteria, of course, it's not only to be an underprivileged youth. But the, the thing that I'm really proud of is that three of our youths now, they are deaf. And one of, uh, one of, the, one of the boys, it's in a wheelchair. So we adapted one of the kitchens. Uh, to be comfortable for him so he can cook it's on his level uh, so he can cut uh, the vegetables wash uh, vegetables and fruits um, and usually in Bulgaria those those people hardly find jobs because em employer employers are not are not ready to hire them they, they they have some fears and this is normal I also have those fears but um, soon after I hire those people I Every time I realize that giving them this, uh, giving them this chance makes them feel um, feel passionate about the work even more than they they would be because they realize that if it's not the kitchen maybe they will not work and they could not uh, earn their own money. So the kitchen, in terms of the Bulgarian context, now opening to restaurants is quite a huge thing in Bulgaria. Is this in Sofia? They are both in Sofia. Uh, my aim uh, for the future is that um, there is a similar place. I don't care if it will be called Błagicka. It's enough to be a kitchen with a cost and to follow the mission. Um, I, want, uh, I want those places to be around Bulgaria, like in most of the biggest cities. Uh, because and Sofia, you mean? Uh, out of Sofia, I mean out of Sofia. Yeah, like uh, Plovdiv, Varna, Burgas. Uh, who who has been to Bulgaria will know those places. Uh, around those uh, those places, there are a lot of social institutions and a lot of uh, youths, Roma as well. Not only Bulgarians, especially Roma youths, live there. And uh, once they leave the institution, when they are 18 or 21, depends on what type of institution you are, um, they have to find a job. They, they have to start a job because they have to pay for their needs. 
Um, so I believe that if uh, we have uh, such uh, such innovations as Boagichka in uh, the in the other cities, uh, that that would uh, that would impact the 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 whole context there. Yeah, and you know, so you started uh, the organization after you finished the fellowship. It was uh, it was uh, between my first and second year when I started the Facebook page, and during the second year, together with my students, during the entrepreneurship lessons uh, I was teaching, we were we were basically making the business canva of the of, the, of our idea. So it was uh, it was the second year of my Teach for All uh, program when the idea grew up, like and. Uh, at the end of uh, at the end of the program, uh, we opened uh, we opened Bogichka. Yeah, and I imagine you're a young entrepreneur then, and still very young. Uh, how has your how has your own leadership had to evolve with the growth of the organization? With starting Teach for Bulgaria, um, uh, I really managed to to develop myself as a as a leader. This is how I feel it, and I can see it. When communicating with others, when in a group, I I manage to somehow lead the people, and um, of course my students are an example of uh, of this. Um, Teach for Teach for Bulgaria really shaped me as a good leader. Um, during during the development of Bogichka, I I managed to to grow up as a person and uh, to use all those skills that uh, Teach for Bulgaria was trying to develop in each of the teachers during the two programs because we know that Teach for Bulgaria focuses a lot on us, the teachers, so that we can then focus on our students. And um, Teach for Bulgaria invested a lot in me uh, during those two years. And I think that if it was not Teach for Bulgaria, who are now ordering, of course, of the kitchen for all their events, really? which is yeah, which is like normal. They, they, this is the idea that they're supporting all the all the teachers in different ways. Um, uh, so all all those uh, support that they are uh, that they gave me and they keep uh, they are still giving me makes me the person I am, and uh, I am happy because I feel like a a woman that that can do the change, and I. Uh, the, the, the best part is that I can be an example for my students and they're really getting uh, excited. So mm, if at the beginning of my program, my 12th graders were like, Bulgaria is awful. I'm not going to do anything here. I can't do anything here. I'm not going to study. I don't want to do anything. At the end of the year, uh, they were all in university. Only one didn't went into, but he tried. Uh, he was just not accepted. They all were in university, and um, now I know that a couple of them are trying to start their own innovations. Mm -hmm. So they really got inspired of seeing that the change is possible, that you you can really achieve your goals. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And my last question for you is, you know, we're uh, we're gathered here in lovely Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. As a group of about 25 entrepreneurs from all over the world, learning from each other, I think listening to each other's stories, and you know, entrepreneurship is often a lonely job. Well, it doesn't look like yours was lonely. You had all these lovely kids around you, but I wonder what do you think is the importance of a community in a space like this in your growth and your leadership for your organization? 
usually I, I am a person who needs to communicate because this is the way I grow up. In communicating with you, with the rest of the group, it's like for four days you, you, you expand your mind, your, your uh, perception of the world. Uh, I believe that being in a community um, makes sense because if you are alone, it's like how can you achieve a real change if you, if you do it by yourself? Um, now here in Malaysia in this event, for, we're here for like four days, um, but for those four days I, I managed to hear the stories of the rest uh, and this inspires me. So when I go back to Bulgaria, I can tell those stories to, to, not, to my, not only to my students, but to all my friends, inspire them, show them what others are doing. So I can be something like, a, uh, yes, I can spread the word around the world for what is happening. Uh, personally, to me, it's, it's really motivational to be with people that are fighting for, for this change. And um, the, the program of the event, if I have to talk about this, clears my mind um, how, how to continue. Because I meet a lot of obstacles during the development of Wagichka. And uh, now in terms of scaling, as uh, this is my goal for the future. Um, this event is helping me to, to clear the vision of how, how to scale Wagichka uh, in the in year five, five years, let's say. Amazing, thank you for talking with me. Thank you for inviting me to talk to you.